everyone. This is the first episode of the Diary Days podcast. I am Stu Campbell. I am your host. I am not a famous person. I am just a normal person who decided to start a podcast and just talk about it. Hence why Diary Days, as explained in the trailer. Um, it's, it's great to be here. Um, I've just been craving to do something creative since the start of, of lockdown. Nobody expected it. I think worldwide to be going on this long. Um, so just start something. I do highly recommend it to anyone else out there. Just do what you love. Don't feel guilty about it. Uh, about if it's not, you know, constructive to what other people think it makes you happy, do it. And podcasts make me happy. I like listening to them and now I enjoy making them. So do it. It's easier than what you think it is. Just go and do it. So, who am I? I thought I would do an introduction to who I am, first of all. Uh, I am from South Africa. I spent the first 18 years of my life in South Africa. I immigrated, what, just over three years ago now, I think. Uh, and I am now living in Glasgow, Scotland. Incredible place, incredible people. Highly recommend visiting here if you haven't. Um, and any of my Scottish friends listening, here's a shout-out for you. How are you doing? Um, so, yeah, I spent... Yeah, so I grew up in a little town called Prince Albert in South Africa in the Western Cape. Um, so that's near Cape Town. Um, really intense place to grow up because weather-wise, um, it's semi-desert, so it gets extremely, extremely hot. Most days, you know, above 30, 40 degrees Celsius. I remember it getting to up to at least 50 degrees Celsius there and... You know, life just carries on. I still went to school that day and it was, you know, an experience. So it was a really amazing place to grow up. My parents decided to move there when I was born just because it's, you know, so small. You can run around and do whatever you want and it's a great place to grow up. So, yeah, I grew up, went to school barefoot for the first few years of my life. Walked home by myself when I was like five, six. You could do that sort of thing. You could just disappear for the whole day with your friends and go climb mountains so it was really really nice childhood that I I really am appreciative of having um education wise you know the first few years my 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 schooling was in Afrikaans so my parents decided to send me to the neighboring city of Utsorn or Utsorn if you want to say that uh the correct way um and yeah they they didn't want me to have an Afrikaans schooling they wanted me to learn English I am English speaking at home, my parents are English speaking, and they wanted me to get a, you know an education in English, so I went to Oatsorn, um, and I was there for a few years, and you know that's a little bit bigger than Prince Albert, and it's, it's so much fun. Uh, we could just get up to anything we wanted there, um, and you know shout out to any of my Oatsorn friends listening. How are you guys doing? It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, I still talk to you guys every now and again, um, but yeah, from there I was certainly, you know, I was into sports and things, but I really wanted to be in the choir, which was not cool at all. Um, you know, I was so keen on being in the choir. Um, and I went, you know, I went to this new school when I was nine, so keen, went for the choir audition and I didn't get picked. I was devastated. Um, so I managed to, you know, through hustling with my music, private music teacher, she managed to get me into the choir. Um, and I was so excited. I ran over to my friends and told them, you know, I just made it in, I just made it into the choir, I'm so happy, and they just, like, looked at me like I was fucking stupid, and, like, 
with a choir. Oh, and then that was the first time I realized that things I'm into are not cool. I am not a cool person. <laughs> um, but you know what? It worked out for me in, in, in the end because um, there's a music, really famous music school in South Africa called the Drakensberg Boys Choir. And they ended up coming doing auditions at my school. Um, and I managed to make it in. There were, weren't very many boys in the choir. I was about, I think, one of five. Um, and we all managed to make it in, which was, which was crazy. Um, so yeah, I got selected for this really prestigious choir school that does music for like two, three hours a day. Um, you get a, a huge background in, in different types of music and there's only a, like a hundred people in the school of, I mean, they do thousands of auditions all over, all around the country and like neighboring countries in South Africa. And I managed to make it in. Uh, so my parents thought this was an amazing opportunity for me. So they sent me 2,000 kilometers across the country to an all-boys boarding school uh, when I was 12. And for a mommy's boy, that is a shock because I need my mum. So I went to boarding school when I was 12. And yes, I saw a lot of penises. <laughs> that comes with going to an all-boys boarding school with open showers. But you know what? I think in terms of of that because a lot of people hear that and they're like oh gross that's disgusting um i don't want to do that but for a 12 year old boy going to something like that when you're just around other boys your age all going through puberty at the same time you know it, it really does i mean first of all it was really really fun it's like a sleepover with your friends every night um but it really makes you comfortable because you, you realize that you're not the only one going through this. You know, you're around all these people all the time um, and you realize that you're not going through this alone. But with that, I saw a lot of disgusting shit. So I thought I'd maybe share some of what I saw with you. Um, my I've got a, a really good friend from... He was like my, one of my first best friends when I went to choir school when I was 12. Um, I won't mention his name because this is pretty disgusting, but... Let's just call him John. John. Um, John was an interesting character. Anyone from those days listening will know what I mean about John. Um, John was my roommate uh, for a few years in, in choir school. I'm just going to have a sip of my coffee, wherever I put it. John was a friend of mine. I mean, we're still friends. But uh, John was an interesting dude. He liked to get his dick out. He liked to show me his ass. Um, and he decided he was going to get an empty container and he was going to pee in it and then he was going to keep it and see what happened. And this was our little, exp okay, I, I blame it on John. I was a little bit involved as well, but it was John's pee and it was John's little concoction. Uh, so he peed in this container, kept it up and we sort of just stuck it under the bed and forgot about it for a few months until we remembered it opened it up and it was just this green murky you know thick goo that you <laughs> imagine so we decided we are gonna prank someone in our in our dormitory the dormitory if you don't know is just like a basically the room where everyone sleeps in it's like a big room with little beds set up for everyone so we call one of the older kids over um let's call him tim and we get tim to hold this container without telling him what it is we can tell him it's a magic trick needs to hold this container because it, it wasn't transparent you couldn't you couldn't see through it it was okay it was an old like cocoa butter container that 
John Pete and, and, and been storing. Um, and so we got Tim to hold us with both his hands and on the count of three, we opened it up and he's like, what is this? And then the smell just hit him and he's just like, oh, and he shook his hands and he ended up spilling this piss concoction all over himself. Um, safe to say Tim was not happy. Um, and I don't blame him, but it was fucking hilarious. He spelt like piss for a few days. Um, and that was pretty disgusting. But yeah, John got up to all types of stuff like that. Um, which I might make a segment of what John get up to throughout the podcast. Um, but yeah, I got a great experience at this choir school. It was so much fun. Um, friends for life with all these guys. And I got a really amazing background in music and singing. And I got to travel the world because of it. Uh, which is not a normal childhood. I mean, most kids don't, you know, have choir for two, three hours a day, sometimes, you know, up to like nine hours a day. It, it's not normal, but I'm appreciative, appreciative, uh, how the fuck do you say that, whatever, of the background I got um, and, you know, what the what it's given me. So there's that. Uh, every year we got to go hiking uh, in the mountains as well, which is incredible, which brings me to another post story, actually. Um, and my last year, we had a hike with my, with like dads and lads, with our fathers. So my dad came along, um, and it was amazing. Uh, and the first night we were there, we, you know, struggled to set up our tent. We don't really go hiking or camping much, to be honest. We don't, my dad and I both appreciate the indoors, um, so we set up our tent, got it all done, and the first night I woke up and I was so thirsty, so, so thirsty. Like, my mouth was so dry, I couldn't breathe. You know, when you just drink, like, you haven't drunk for so much, your back your throat gets dry and scratchy, and you're like, oh, you can't, you're struggling to talk. That was me. I woke up and I was, like, in pain. So I reach, like, look around, get up. My dad's asleep next to me in, like, a two-man tent. And the first thing I see is like a, a bottle of apple juice. So I like grab, grab it. And I just down like two glugs before I realized that this is an apple juice. Um, and I had a third mouth full at that time. And I realized this is my dad's piss. He had pissed in a bottle because he couldn't be asked getting out of the tent. And I had just drank my dad's piss. Um, I then couldn't spit it out anywhere, so I had to hold it in my mouth while I was struggling to open the tent um, in the dark until I could just manage to pop my head out and spit it up and then throw up. Um, Now, I realize that not everyone's drunk their dad's piss, and, you know, I I understand that. It's not for everyone, Um, and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, to be honest, because it's not as... It's not what... It's not good. Let me just put it like that. Um, I think any normal person in this situation probably would not have said anything to their father because of the shame. Um, You know, I don't know why I ended up... Oh, no. I know why I ended up saying something to my dad because I was so worried about the color of his pee. I was worried how dehydrated he was. So I woke him up and told him he needed to drink some water. And he asks why, and I had to explain the situation to him, and he just starts cracking up, and he says, I'm fine. I'm like, no, Dad, drinking your piss was like drinking a jug of gravy 
drink some fucking water, I'm worried you're going to fucking die on me. And I've just drunk your piss, so just do what I say. Um, my dad fucking cracked himself up and called me his urinal for the rest of the trip. <laughs> um, which the other boys didn't understand because I made him swear to not tell anyone because that would have been the end of me. Um, but yeah, I had a great, <laughs> great time with my dad, even though I drank his piss. We have now, I've never mentioned it to my mum or my brother. Um, my dad and I have never spoken of it since. It's one of those things that will never get spoken of. Um, although I've just put it on a podcast. Um, but you know what? It brought my dad and I closer. Um, you know, I don't think many people have drunk their dad's piss. And, you know, the bond that they met you for <laughs> is, is something uh, it's unmatched. Fatherly, fatherly son love between my father and I is unmatched. Um, I share his... <laughs> I share my father's fluids. Oh, that sounded so disgusting. Um, but yeah, it was, that was bad. Okay, so from choir school, I managed to get a really big scholarship to one of the top boys' boarding schools in South Africa for music, um, which was something, it was a, a place I could never have dreamed of going if um, I didn't get a scholarship. So I was really, really appreciative. Oh, fuck, I can't say that word. You know, I was really grateful for the opportunity I got to the choir school, even though it was you know, such hard work, and I didn't really get a normal childhood from, like, what most people have. I got to go to this really amazing school, uh, like a posh boys private school, um, and I was there for three years, um, and then after that, I immigrated to, uh, to Scotland, sorry, um, yeah, and I've just sort of been plodding along in Scotland. I had a job at a bar and all of that before COVID, and it's all sort of gone tits up since uh since covid hit but in this time i've decided to start a podcast diary days podcast please like and subscribe uh follow me on instagram with Stu campbell talks um and yeah this is huge i'm um, really enjoying this i've decided i want to try stand-up comedy so once comedy clubs open up again i'm going to give that a go um you know i'll see how that ha- how that goes i promised myself to at least try it and i'm i mean i'm a huge comedy fan um I mean, I love everyone from Dave Chappelle to Bill Burr to Tom Segura um, to the older guys like Pryor um, and Hicks and, you know, all those guys. It's George Carlin was a huge influence of mine. Um, so I, I, I love them. Uh, I love comedy. I listened to comedy for a, a long time and it's become sort of my life. So I thought, why not just do it? Just try it. Um just give it a go i don't want to have a job sitting behind a desk one day you know doing paperwork um i want to be unemployed and be a comedian and talk shit on stage <laughs> and into a microphone um and this is just the start of the end of my life uh what have i done um and the world is just so crazy at the moment i'll, I'll give you an example i try to give money to a homeless person on, on the street the other day. Um, and this ended up just being an art student, an art student named Indigo. That just shows you how crazy things, you know, homeless people have a look. Um, hence why we give them money. And no, this, this guy was a, an art student named Indigo who was going to revolutionize the world with these postmodern, postmodernism, romantic graffiti. And he had a, his best friend, I'll get, I'll, to indigo here yeah. indigo 
uh, his friend called Biden legally changed his name to, to Biden, yes. And uh, he's going to change the world. So that that's what the, how crazy the world is at the moment. Uh, there's our students called Indigo who are looking like homeless people. And, you know, that's how it is. I am wanting to also expand this podcast at some point. I want to get visuals going. I want to, you know, make it a, a feature on YouTube. I'm just putting audio up for now. Uh, I don't have a good enough, a good camera. And I want to get guests on as soon as I can. I need to get a second microphone for that. Um, and then once I can also start, you know, speaking to people, I'd love to get uh, guests on. Just get interesting people ranging from, you know, comedy to professors to whatever. Anyone I can get, my best friends, anyone. I'd love to have guests on. Um, and this, you know, I do want it to be a comedy-based podcast. Um, and I want to get that going. It'll be great to, to, just to do that. Uh, you know, get I can get something on Patreon, maybe OnlyFans. Show you guys my dick. Have to be half price though. This is just the great content you're going to get on the Diary Days podcast. To be honest, you now know that I've drunk my dad's piss and I have a average to small size penis that I'm going to charge half price for. But it works. You know, my girlfriend is short. I think that's what, I think that's what makes sense. Um, so that's it's okay. It works out. I'm happy. I think. I'm happy with my girlfriend. I've got some self-conscious issues to work on my average size penis, though. <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? What have I done? Isn't it wild seeing those um, strongmen guys with their tiny girlfriends? These guys are, like, seven foot, and they've got, like, these short, short girlfriends. You know, this poor woman. This poor woman. You know, someone has to take one for the team with those guys because, you know, they need to fuck something. They need to be with someone. Um, those women are doing God's work, honestly. Jesus. I mean, it does, seeing photos of them, it just doesn't even make sense. You know, it's like, just realize how big, like, especially these NBA guys, you realize how fucking big they are when the, sh- the shortest guy on the team is still taller than you. Like, I was watching that Michael Jordan documentary, that the, the Last Dance, and there was the guy, Steve Kerr, Michael, uh, Jordan, uh, Michael, Jordan, Jordan Michael, Michael Jordan's teammate, and he looked so fucking tiny in all the footage, and he's 6'3", and he looked so small. Um, and it's scary, man. These guys are just giants. That's why I love the NBA. It's just because it's watching freaks do what freaks do best, jump on each other, you know, fall, run. It's awesome. That's why I love the NBA. Every other sport can fuck off. NBA is the best. I don't even watch it that much, but it's just it's something I appreciate. That's what sport should be. It should be the weirdest, craziest, most insane people going at each other, trying to score points and put balls in hoops. That's the way sport should be. Um, never mind running. Never mind jumping. Make an eight-foot fucking person. Make it a giant. Make it a freak of nature. Um, and that's the way it should be. <laughs> oh, man. NBA is great, though. Um, I'd love to know more. I sort of follow the, the, the Boston Celtics. Um, and I, mean, I don't think they're doing too great at the moment. I don't know much about American sport. American sport's quite intense for me, man. Like, um, sorry, let's have a drink, drink of coffee. It's just so, it's such a show, you know. It's so over the top with those commentators. It's just like, oh my God, would you have a look at that? That is incredible. Um, and it's just so... 
not it's just not and everyone thinks it's like the best fucking thing ever um and it's just so over the top and it stops every five seconds like american football i i just can't get into it i do enjoy nba though i need to watch more of it but those commentators are just they you can hear them having a fucking stroke in these games like oh my god oh my god oh my god and it's just it's just so cringe man honestly i can't deal (laughs) i I have to watch it on silent if i ever do watch it but uh tom brady what's he won like seven seven super bowls now i think that that that's it is what it it took me so long to figure out how the the nfl works man i didn't realize there's different divisions and stuff same with nba but i mean crazy like tom brady's what in his 40s now that's nuts man like how is he doing that you know thinking back to when my parents were in their 40s like they couldn't even get up without like stand up without me needing to help them and it's crazy that tom brady's getting fucking flattened every fucking like you know week um it's insane i don't know how the body can handle that um and i was watching that aaron hernandez documentary uh so the trials of aaron hernandez on the mind of aaron hernandez or something i really recommend it. it's so fucking good but it's so scary just seeing the damage of cte on these guys they just not the same people man it's it's so fucking scary you know um they just snap i mean like i've got i've got angry issues well not i mean it's not big but i, I get pretty like worked up about things but like see it gets the point when it's just like when fucking kill this guy um you know it's a bit much like i have those thoughts the intrusive thoughts of like well, just want to fuck this person up but i'm not gonna actually do it and you see to you guys just like whatever pops into their brain they just like i'm gonna do it um and it's just it's scary man like seeing how these things how like how they they showed how the brain changes from like a normal fucking normal brain to these these football guys and it's just not safe it's just not safe um i used to play rugby back in the day and honestly i didn't even play much but i just worry about the damage that i did get that little bit you know um and i was such a fucking pussy as well i couldn't i couldn't deal with that shit um i'd rather just you know stand and watch or sit and drink beer and watch it's great though um oh my god did you guys see that uh that story that's been going around about a mother who faked cancer in order to to raise money for herself <laughs> i think it's genius i think it's genius honestly um I mean, to be honest, you know, it's all these, like, what, GoFundMes and stuff. She told everyone she had cancer. She made, made it look like it was her mother that set it up. And everyone just started donating. She got, like, 45,000 pounds or something. Um, <laughs> she just went on holiday. She went and watched football games overseas and went on holiday. I think it's genius. To be she got caught. So it's obviously not too genius. But, you know, people are too, people are too generous these days. People are too generous. They're giving too much money. Um... And you just gotta, you just gotta take advantage of that, which she did. I mean, I don't know if she's probably going to jail now. That's like probably fraud or something, eh? But um, you know, fair play to her, man. She, you know, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Um, it's, it's attention seeking, but hey, you know, it worked. She got a great holiday. She got a great holiday. I think she went and watched Barcelona or something, which is, which is pretty. I mean, it's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'd love to have um, four-day work weeks, man. I would. Um, I don't know. I I feel bad for wanting four-day work weeks because I feel like it's lazy. 
I mean, it would be great having a three-day weekend, but the first person ever told me that they wanted a four-day work week was a guy I met in Birmingham who was high on coke. Um, and I'm like, is this the type of person who knows what he's talking about in life? Um, yeah, the guy high on coke wants four-day work weeks because he thinks he's working too hard. Um, that being said, I know people who take drugs, probably hard workers. I mean, they have to hustle. Drugs cost a lot of money. But you really the guy who needs to be giving me life advice now about, you know, trying to get a four-day work week. I don't think it would work. And you just don't know where your career can head, you know. I mean, if we, imagine we had four-day work weeks. It would be great. It would be great. But I just wouldn't... Because you just get to the point where, you know, you'd have that Friday feeling on a Thursday. You'd just be like, oh, it's the weekend, I can't wait. And then when it gets to Sunday, you're like, oh, I can't be asked for work. But it'll just be four days instead of five, which sounds good, but you'll, it'll feel the same. It'll feel the same. There'll be no, be no difference. Sorry, I'm working on my cover here. It's not, not the best. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll just be the same thing. Congratulations if you've made it this far, by the way. Just me chatting shit with no authority on, 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 on whatever, uh, on, on anything. Um, you know, who, what am I to say? What's best and what's not? Maybe we need four-day work weeks. It works in like Sweden and shit, doesn't it? I think they, they do it better over there. Um, oh man, isn't it? I'm just reading. I've been reading a lot of news at the moment, um, and I've just I've been reading newspapers especially. I don't know why. It's a little throwback. I just wanted to feel a bit like retro, you know. And I've just been seeing a lot of shit in there. And it's just, don't you think people, like f- famous people, who write columns in newspapers, like their careers peaked. Like, they honestly, <laughs> it's like, think of it, it's like the Jeremy Clarksons of the world, they all have a, a column in a newspaper, and they talk about really fucking mundane shit, like, you know, like what beer batter is the best, like, how beer batter is the best for fish and chips, to be honest, um, and like, how, like, electric cars won't catch on, just dumb shit like that, fuck those guys, and they're all mostly guys, to be honest, and fucking Tories, um, Look, I don't care what political leaning you have. To, I don't want to get political on this podcast. I don't care if you left or right, whatever. Um, you know, I think both sides are flawed. Um, left and right. And I just try, you know, it sounds really cringy, but I try to speak to people as uh, as individuals, um, as humans, because there's good and bad people in all walks of life. And... That being said, there's good and bad people on the left and on the right. Um, you know, so I am probably more centrist in my views on, on, on what's out there. But, yeah, I mean, what do I know? These things have been popping off in America, man. It just... <laughs> I think America's problem is how, from a young age, they tell everyone that... America's the best, and they're the best country in the world, and that's they're the greatest. And everyone's just, I mean, not everyone, but like people get this disillusioned view of of, of importance, and that they're the greatest people in the world. Like, yeah, we are the best. Uh, when that's not the case, I mean, what country would you say is the best? 
what country is the best out there? It'll, pro- it'll probably be something Scandinavian, surely. Like, something with a small population, like Finland or something. Uh, I think New, Ze- oh, New Zealand's probably good, eh? Hey? New Zealand's probably good. I'd love to live in New Zealand. Go live there, start like a, a little farm, start growing my own coffee. Oh, God, imagine. That'd be great. That would be great. Do they have like free healthcare and stuff there? Because I think that's the thing that's really making the UK good and like the more socialist leaning countries good as free healthcare. Because fuck going to America and like, you know, breaking a finger and having to spend like 20 fucking grand on your finger and like fixing it up. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. That is <laughs> the way it should be. People like go to fucking Mexico to like get their teeth sorted out instead of going to the dentists in America, like, it's just a crazy world there, man, but yeah, like, things have been going wild with the capital riots, and, you know, the left is like, we won, the right's like, we won, and that's just a big fucking sports game, that's what it is, it's two teams, and that's not the way I feel politics should be, it should be viewed, um, it shouldn't be, you know, this or that, um, it should be, I feel like a spectrum, um, you know, and I, it somewhat is, I guess, but the way it's kind of in the UK too, to be honest, um, and the way it is in America especially, it's like left to right, and there's team colours, and there's badges, and there's captains, and you know, that's, I mean, obviously not captains, but you know what I mean, it's just not the way it should be, I don't think, but yeah, the world's a crazy place, man, the world's a crazy place, I drank my dad's piss, <laughs> um, I helped store uh, someone's piss under their bed made a, a goo uh, strong men have to fuck something strong men have to fuck something I'm telling you those women are doing God's work and if you want to if you want to make money just fake having cancer and get everyone to give you money that's that's the way to do it use people <laughs> so there's the that is the, the the motto of the week for you guys. Use people. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So it's been it's been great. Thanks if you've made it this far. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I've done a solid half an hour. I want to try bang these out as as quick as possible, as much as possible. Uh, get some visuals going up. Get some more content going. Uh, if you guys see anything crazy out there, news wise, please email it to me at diarydayspodcast at gmail.com um please just whatever recommendations things to talk about just send me content and i will bring it up in the podcast if you guys if there's any um like music producers out there musicians and you guys would like me to to feature some tunes uh please uh send me some send me some stuff i will give you a shout out i will tag you on my social media um, I think I need a better intro song. Mine sounds a little cringy, to be honest. Um, and any like edit photo editors, I'd be glad to like give you a shout out to if you can do some stuff for me. I am pretty useless at most things. I've barely gotten past doing this. Uh, but please, I'd I'd really appreciate your your input and your help. Um, and please like and subscribe. Please listen uh, again. <laughs> I'm going to keep this going. Um, I want to. I mean, this is taking a bit of getting used to. Uh, it's something completely new for me, just talking shit for for like 30 minutes. But I'm really enjoying it, guys. This is so much fun. I'm getting into it. 
and thanks for listening. I mean, you honestly didn't have to appreciate you having done that. And uh, yeah, cheers, guys. I'll see you for episode two of the Diary Days podcast with Indigo. Bye. <laughs>